this week on the Roommates Podcast. And patience is a, you know, it's a virtue. Like, you know, it's cliche, but it's true. Yeah. And I think uh, one of the songs on the album is actually called uh, Patience. And that song can relate to a lot of people that have something that they want to achieve. And they're having to wait for it. And they're wondering, when is this ever going to come? You know? Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Hafiz. Chris, is on the show, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Underwhelming. And welcome to another episode of Roommates Podcast, a late-night <laughs> conversation taking you behind the scenes of Becoming, featuring all the interesting people, perspective, and conversation you'd experience on the way, also known as... Take it away, Chris. The best hour of your... <laughs> well, he always does this to me. The best hour of your week... week, week, week I, I, I just woke up, sorry. Week where you're entertained, like a stand-up, educated... No, wait, no. Did I say it wrong? You're good. Entertain like a stand-up, and educated like a TED Talk, and enlighten like a sermon. I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. I'm awake now. I think I'm good. Okay. I, I had a long weekend, bro. Man. Jesus we got, we got to get to our shout-outs immediately. Let's go. For this weekend. Shout-out to Cousin Nick. Boom. <laughs> First and foremost, shout-out to Cousin Nick. Gosh, what a man. I love Cousin Nick. Oh. Amazing human being. He's, I'm, t- I'm telling you, he's the nicest person I know in this he's world. One of the greatest people you ever meet in your life. If you guys have not met Cousin Nick, you I'm sorry. need to meet Cousin Nick. Yeah. He's on that list of human beings that would just change your life by being in their presence. Thank you, Cousin Nick, for the amazing crawfish boil. Is that what it was called? Crawfish boil, yeah. Cousin Nick and I, we held it. A random crawfish boil. It just kind of just happened. So um, I think the next one might be in June or July. Okay. Um, so that's when. I don't know. We we got all the stuff now, so now we just got to buy the crawfish and put everything together, and we can start doing stuff like that more often. That's dope. So I'm excited. Excited as well. <laughs> Shout out to Michael. <laughs> Michael and Destiny, the entertainment for the evening. Oh, man. Uh, uh, that boy, Michael, man. Michael, he's a hothead, man. He just, he just, he just man, I, I wonder how he is right now. He was talking a lot of, a lot of mess, bro. He was showing out in front of his girl and fellas. They can, they can put you on the couch. My yeah. man said, why would I go sit on the couch <laughs> when I have a bed? <laughs> oh, oh, hopefully, man. all right. He, he's good. He should be good. Shout out to everybody that came. Yeah, yeah, shout out to everybody who came out. That was really fun. It was fun. So, yeah. That's it? That was it. Oh. Okay. It was mainly by Cousin Nick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, shout mainly by Cousin Nick. I love Cousin Nick. What a, what a man. What a gentleman. Shout out to the man of the hour, but he will get on the podcast later. Yeah, we'll talk about him later. We'll talk about him later. My guy. So what's up, bro? What's up with you? Man. What a week. <laughs> <laughs> Very what a week indeed. Very interesting week. Yes, indeed. For the both of us. Of I have some I have some crazy stuff going on. And you have some crazy <laughs> stuff. <laughs> uh, you all right? Yeah, I'm good. You made it through it. I've, I've been through worse. Ah, well, <laughs> in that case, you stole my line right out of me. So, what happened this week? Oh, man, royal wedding. That was cool. Oh, are we serious? I just, I, I was, going, <laughs> I, I, I said that. Whoa. I said that because <laughs> the way that I was just like, if I have a wedding and a friend of mine came up to the wedding, like David Beckham, I would be very upset. Um, I don't see the big deal about that. Man, he came too saucy, bro. You can't. You have to be the best dressed in your wedding. No, that's your fault for not being better dressed than everybody else. No, I don't, no, 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 no. I think it's a respect level. If you if you know I'm getting married, don't come out and try to you know outshow me. 
Like he clearly <laughs> came there with a the purpose. Or maybe he just has natural swag that the the royal interior interior designers, whatever the heck you call them, <laughs> don't have. No, no, fam. He he came with a purpose, fam. You just can't show up to my wedding like that. You gotta leave. Mm. You know, out of respect. Am mm. I am I tripping? Am I asking for too much? Have you seen David Beckham? His uh, his oh, anyway, you got you missed out on the sauce, fam. Mm. When any guy that has just any white guy that has long just tattoos and got that black swag, it's already a, an advantage. Mm. Number one. Interesting. So he didn't came like that. But also I was thinking about, man, I never asked a girl this. And I always wanted to know. And I wanted to know from you, Hafiz. Obviously you're not a girl, but just your thoughts. So if you're scrolling down, say you're on Twitter, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're on IG, mm-hmm. um, you know, you just patterusing, growing through your scrolling through your feed, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe some couple baddies on there. We're our men. Like, we like seeing beautiful women on our feed. Okay. And I was thinking to myself, like, if I like a picture, mm-hmm. is that flirting? It is, but depending on who she is, she may never, ever see it. So it doesn't matter. Okay. I'm talking about if I'm in a relationship mm-hmm. and if I like a girl's, an attractive girl picture. Is that flirting? I can see to some people how they can consider it is. How would you feel about if your girl's <laughs> scrolling down some random guy she met in college four or five years ago? Daggum, Shamar Moore. You see, to me, I'm I'm big on if she's going to leave, let her leave, you know? Wait, 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 wait. I just, it, well, <laughs> can, I, can I finish what I was saying? Oh, see, yeah, I do this all the time. Wait, wait, I have, I have like... Let her leave? But I, I dude, have, this, that's a jump, and I wasn't ready for that jump. I have very consistent points. You, well, I'm just saying, let you said let her leave, let her leave. Where did that come from? Let me share. That's what I'm saying. I was trying to say. Oh, I got, I got so, scared. I got nervous. If she wants to leave, I let her leave. So if the point of her liking people's pictures is that she's flirting with these individuals mm-hmm. and she's trying to get with them, I will let that play out because okay. she's going to leave eventually. There's no purpose of me stopping it, right? So if her liking the pictures means she's flirting, okay. What? why am I stopping that? Why am I mad? Okay. Huh. So she, so if she's flirting with another guy, that's not an attack on me. That's her character. So obviously she helped me out and revealed her character to me, so she can leave. So hmm. if that continues, it is what it is. So I won't, I won't. It won't mean nothing to me. So I'll be like, okay, if if it means I'm flirting, eventually mm-hmm. that flirting will lead to full blown cheating. Cheating, and that's cool. You leave. But if it's just, oh, I'm just liking a picture because I think it's a good picture. It is what it is. I won't blow it out of proportion. The truth will always come out in due time. Hmm. So you don't you don't think the act of liking a picture is flirting? You think the intention behind yeah. acting the picture? Because it can mean many different things. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, like, what's what's considered flirting nowadays? Yeah. You know, anything can be considered flirting. If she like, you know. Double take at the waiter. <laughs> How you gonna feel about that? Yeah, you gonna be like, let it play out. <laughs> I know it's really interesting. It obviously, it's a bit different if you understand social media practices between men and women. But women like things on a lower rate than men do. Like a woman's likes, in my opinion, is more significant than a man's likes. 
And I would challenge I, I, I would challenge the listeners. Go through your no, friends who that. follow you, who you close. follow, and just look at how many of your friends who are male are liking stuff and how many friends are women liking stuff. Yeah, that's not even close. Yeah. I agree to that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if 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 for a fact, it's kinda like if you if a girl posts a picture and a guy like that picture and five other pictures, it's not the same yeah. as if I post a picture and a girl like five yeah. pictures. Yeah. Like I know she wants it. So my so <laughs> like, my question is have I, you, like, I know for a fact. Like that girl want yeah. Have you ever been through your feed and see who likes your pictures? Have you ever like like ever once like if out? I post post a picture yeah. and you see people who like yeah. you? Of course. I want to see the inventory. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the <laughs> options. <laughs> have you, <laughs> have you ever noticed like at times a low amount of women who like it? Compared to men? I mean, I never really just... I mean, I would assume more women will like my pictures than men, yeah. obviously. So I never really be like, all right, let me see. I mean, the women I, that you would I mean, want me, to like... I mean, men I got to. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like, you look at the ratio. I don't look at the ratio. Oh. I have no idea what the ratio is, but I'm... I'm Next time, I'll more challenge More than certain you. than more, more women like my pictures than men. Yeah. Um, please. I'll challenge you to go look men, at the don't ratio. Like, You'd be surprised by how many guys like yourself compared to women. But it's, but your page is a business page, though. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's just personal fun. Yeah. Um, what else I got on the docket? I think, oh, man. I don't want to talk about this because it's kind of depressing. But also, I've been thinking about this uh, <laughs> because I don't know what to do. Yep. And, okay. So, this past week, there's been another school shooting, right? So somebody came up to me and posed a question. He was like, Chris, like, you know, in however many years you're going to have kids, um, how are you going to educate your kids? Mm -hmm. Are you going to do homeschool? Are you going to do public school? Are you going to do private school? Mm -hmm. And honestly, I have no idea. Because me, I was already, I was just completely like, man, you know, public school, give give him some character. Mm -hmm. Give him <laughs> Go some out sauce. There, give him some sauce. Go out there and figure it out, son. You know, especially if it's, uh, you know, not in the best neighborhood, you know, fight your way out. You be all right, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so now I have no idea. I'm curious of what your thoughts. Like, how would you raise, how would you educate your kids, Hafiz? I'm very curious how you would educate your kids. Hmm. Depends. I think high school. I mean, I'll be coaching football. I'll be coaching all my children if um in regards to the male children, regardless. Okay. So... Whatever whatever school I get a coaching job at, but it's okay, cool. Yeah. But charter charter. If you're not coaching, so let's not let's throw that out the way. If coaching is not in there, I probably like my biggest thing is I don't care about the school. I'm a different from most. So you talking about for protection or education wise? What are you talking, I'm talking about? Talking about both. I'm talking about the combination of you know, like, yeah, we know private school has the yeah. best education. Yeah, you know, also the best safety, but also costs a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and then public school, you yeah. kind of get in the middle, and then homeschool, you got complete control yeah my biggest thing is like i mean it's a long conversation a very slippery slope but this idea of like public education is is a myth um like uh, as a right we all have a right to a, a good quality public education i believe that's a myth and that's that'll give me a lot of trouble especially where i'm working at right now but we can we can argue more about that later because in reality like the quality no, we're not arguing i'm just asking i mean no i'm saying i know people oh, obviously okay. where, where i work at and the quality of your school system determines is determined by the quality of your neighborhood because individual tax dollars fund school systems. So obviously, yeah. school systems with more, with people who have more money are going to be more funded. Yeah. Right. And so, to my to your question, 
my children, I will make it my priority if they go to any school system to secure that school. That's what I would do. I'm not talking about somebody who's in poverty. I'm only talking about Hafiz Balku. So if I was to have children, I would secure the school. So I wouldn't be too worried about that. I'll make sure the school had um, police officers. I'll make sure the school had security officers. And I would raise that money myself in order to make sure that happening. Because the safety of my children is the most important thing in my life. So I will secure the school personally. So you you so you basically pick a secure public school. I if it and if it's not secure, I'll secure it myself. Okay. Yeah. So homeschool and private school is not an option. Yeah, I, only only way private school would work. My only beef with private school is that I understand the benefits of it. I don't like the lack of diverse experiences the kids have. Yeah, ain't no salts. Yeah, and, and the, no... a lot of the private school kids. I I I, I mean. I went to private school kindergarten through fifth grade, and it was in New York, so it was a bit different. But mm-hmm. like I said, like you just don't experience the fullness of America or whatever culture you want your kids to be raised in by going to private school. So I'm not a big private school fan. That's gotcha. just me personally, but obviously it could change if I have children. Man, yeah, I saw I saw the cost of that. What about yourself? I, man, I don't know, man. I think I always would probably... I mean, it really depends. If my wife wants to raise our kids and do, and do homeschool... I don't think I would be too opposed, but also, I mean, I, I think, I think it just, it's, I, I have seen, I have seen a lot of, a lot of crazy kids that were homeschooled. Yeah. And also, I mean, obviously there's some crazy kids in public school, also some crazy kids in private school, but majority of the kids I know that was homeschooled. And homeschool slash raised in the church became really insane. Mm. Like, really just kind of like, you know, just, yeah, just like, whoa, what happened kind of thing. Um, so I'm, I'm not really a huge fan of homeschool. I just, I don't know. Not to me. I already said private school costs a lot. So I would want a, a decent public school, you know, not the not the best one. But not the worst one. I want. I got the public school. I got to give some sauce, you know. I want some. I want some experience. I like, I, I need slap boxing <laughs> in between classes. That's what I need. Son, go in that slap box. Figure it out. Come home. We'll talk about it. You know. I need that in between classes. You know. You say what? Yeah, strategize. We're gonna figure it out. You know. But I don't. But you know, I don't want that that same school to be having the girls getting down in the in, in the eighth grade. You know. I don't want that either. You know, so I need to figure. I need. I need to figure out something. You know, so I need. I need to find that range between you know good education, but also son go slap box mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> in, the, yeah. in the school. So yeah. I mean, if I can find that, and that's why I kind of like me like like Childview, like being educated in Childview. I mean, I wouldn't say I had the best. You know, I mean, I had some good teachers. I had some great teachers. But like, I mean, I also had some bad teachers. So, I mean, I wouldn't say I had, you know, the best opportunity to learn and educate. I feel like you kind of have to really do it yourself, motivate yourself to do it. Um, but also, I never went to school and felt like felt unsafe at the same time. I never went to school and really uh, questioned, you know, um, everything. Um, you know, going through middle school, junior high, and high school, I was that man. So it really mm-hmm. it didn't matter at that time. You know, yeah, my son can... I also, I want my son to ring, win prom king again. Yeah, I want that yeah, yeah. to continue, and that cannot happen at, at home. You know, be the homeschool king. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> That's, oh, Jesus Christ. Private school, I mean, that has like an asterisk by it. You know, like you, you want private school, prom king, eh. Mm. Public school, 
I need that. I need that crown going. I need one of my twin sons. I'm having twin boys. Are you gonna do the whole in vitro fertilization? What? What, bro? I don't know. What that where means. you like? That costs money, dude. No, yeah, but no, you guarantee you having ch- twins. What? It was interesting. It's guaranteed. Yeah. How much is? It? That's why some of the celebrities be having like certain babies like that. What? Yeah. You know what's interesting? Thousands. Thousands. You know Nigerians have the highest percentage of twin rate in the whole entire world. I did not know that. I did not know that. Yep. And out of my what? What am I? Out of my forty percent, like nineteen <laughs> percent of that is Nigerian. Yeah, so what? get your Nigerian girl, man, can increase those odds. Wow, that's insane. Yeah. I do want twin boys. I because I want I want I want them to do some crazy stuff behind my back and then tell me about it twenty five years later. Yeah. Like, Y'all niggas did what? Yeah. Like, you know, like some crazy stuff. Like, yeah, dad, we both had girlfriends, we swapped. Like, whoa! Oh whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that note, let's move on. Let's move on. That was funny. That was fun. That's it. That's all I got. That's all okay. I got. That's all I got to the docket. That's about 15 minutes. Yeah, that's, yeah, about, yeah. that's about right. I'll bring up some crazy stuff next week as well. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's no doing. one thing I... Twin boys. I noticed was really interesting. Also, I want to adopt I mean, a third child. Adopt a third child? Okay. I do want to... I'm willing to adopt one as well, yeah. Okay. I tried my... I don't know. We'll see. Be a saint. Be a saint? Yeah. That makes I, me a saint? I was saying adoption is a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know, I feel like you're not too big on adoption. Oh, why not? I don't know. Because you said it like him. Yeah, no, I mean, how else should I say it? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I noticed something this week that I, it really, really challenged me a lot. Oh, God. Like, I was listening to a debate, and in the debate, it had, like, my favorite person on the right mm. and my favorite person on the left, and I saw them debating. It was, it was amazing. Mm. And... As most things that I describe is like a chain of events that take place. So I was thinking about a lot, not just watching the watch them debate. But I realized, man, when somebody is your friend mm-hmm. and you care about them, the amount of bias, I mean the amount of unbiased and amount of fairness you give them is so astronomically different from somebody who's not your friend and who's unbiased. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean it's not who's not your friend and who you're biased towards. And I realized that, man. And I realized that so many people, when somebody's their friend, they put up with so much, mm-hmm. right? They let them say whatever and do whatever. And if they're on their side, they're cool with them. But somebody on the opposite side or somebody mm-hmm. who's not their friend, they can do that same exact behavior mm-hmm. and they will demonize them. They will stone them. They'll ostracize them for the same behavior they once praised somebody else for. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, like, and that bias is really, really apparent. When you see people respond to what they're outraged about, mm. and you think that's uh, you think that's like abnormal to think like that. I think it's human nature to think like that. Okay. But when you really break it down, it's extremely unjust. Okay, you know, even I, can see that. I mean, yeah, you can make it really unjust. Yeah, you can say that about crime: black guy versus a white guy. Yeah, and so I just. I thought about it, obviously, because of some of the stuff that happened this week. And I was like, yo, like, your people mm-hmm. who like you, mm-hmm. you can say whatever you want to say, and they'll never be mad at you because yeah, they like you. Technically. Not, For the, I mean, obviously. I, mean, yeah, I, mean, yeah, yeah. I can't say nothing stupid, stupid. Yeah, so let me rephrase that. <laughs> your people who like you, you can say pretty much whatever you want to say within reasonable parameters. Mm-hmm. 
and they won't demonize you, take you out of context. They'll always give you benefit of the doubt because they like you. Okay. My people who like me is the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. And when we swap those roles, right? When you say something out of bounds, mm-hmm. my people complain about you. Mm-hmm. When I say something out of bounds, your people complain about me. Mm-hmm. Usually my people aren't complainers, but it's neither here nor there. And so I just, I just really, really <laughs> thought about that in regards to when certain things happen mm-hmm. on the show, when we bring certain people on. And my challenge to everybody is, I have no problem with people being themselves or being critical of certain people, but as long as you're equally that way towards somebody else, that's cool. I will challenge all of our listeners, including myself, like we have to, we have to check our biases because we all have them, man. We all have them. And it's really appalling the way we treat other people that we just don't like. Uh, yeah, I, it's I, everybody, including I myself. You, I see what you're saying, and um, like those people that you're talking about, um, they definitely have corrected me on several things that I have said. Um, we're on the on this podcast. Like, hey, like you said this, you know, what you said is wrong, kind of thing as well. So it's not like. They're praising everything I say. Like I got corrected too. I mean, I got called out on some things too about um, about several things that people like. I called my friends um, just because you know whatever their intentions was to educate me or to correct me, things like that. Um, I've been called out as well, and um, I mean, yeah, I think it all kind of rolls back to. Um, like yeah, I think like you say, it is it is un, it is unjust, but I think I do think it's human nature to really give somebody the benefit of the doubt if you trust them, if you actually know that person, if you actually know their heart, know their intentions, um, then you can be like, okay, maybe this person didn't say it, mean to say it that way, but if, if somebody already has kind of like an image of you, um, already has like kind of like their mind made up about you, and you say something to tick them off then it's kind of like they're confirming their belief in their head, mm-hmm. which is unfair to that person. Um, but it's kind of like, you know, everybody like has something like, okay, this this girl is this, this guy is that. And as soon as he did do something, but all right, I was right. And here's here's how I'm going to fire them up. So um, everybody does that in a sense. No, I agree with you. And I, and I was thinking about it, like even on myself with my biases, like, so... A lot of your friends, in my opinion, are feminists. And, well, not in my opinion. My, my, a, lot, a lot of your female friends who I've come into, at times, conflict with, I've realized when I looked up, like, their bios, and I've heard it in their language, they're like, they have very, like, third-wave feminist language. And they're, like, feminists. Okay. And I realized that when a person is a feminist, mm-hmm. I automatically get triggered. Yeah. And I get on, I and I don't enter into compassion and conversation mode Mm-mm. and I get on just bash the idiot feminist mode, Yeah, you know? And so I was like, yo, like, th- like I wouldn't have that same energy with somebody else yeah. because I'm triggered, but because I just don't, I just think feminism is a very toxic ideology, yeah. right? And so, third wave feminism, that is. And so for me, I realized that about myself, you know? Yeah. And I, and I realized that that's so much about so many people and, it's, it's extremely unfortunate 
Because that's really what I believe is the biggest problem for America. The problem for America is that we will like who we like and we will hate who we hate, which will only create a more of a greater divide in our country. This one guy said a Grand Canyon has formed between us and it's growing. The chasm yeah. is growing every day. Yeah. And I just see like it will never get better because we will, you will always love who you love and you will hate who you hate. Which is why like when I was recently like not trying to be on like a spiritual high horse, but when I was going through Romans chapter 12, I was be I was like perplexed by the end passage where it says, where Paul wrote down, he said, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If your enemy is thirsty, give him something to drink. Mm-hmm. Kind of this counterintuitive ideology followed by do not be overcome by evil, but be overcome. Not, sorry, do not overcome evil with evil, but overcome evil with good. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yo, like, we just, we just, we can't do that, man. And to move forward, we just have to be able to be civilized and be respectful and give everybody the same energy, regardless of how we feel about them and regardless if we disagree with them or not, in my opinion. Mm. So what are the, what are some of the, uh, like, what are some of the steps, like, from that situation are you going to take to either better that situation? Are you done with the situation? Like what? Did, what kind of conclusion you came up with that? So I think the first thing I, the first conclusion I came to in regards to the situation, and I'm honestly really curious to know your thoughts after I'm done sharing. But my first conclusion I came to the situation was that I was wrong for being upset about being called out of my name, mm-hmm. because I like I just think you know what in reality, if somebody's upset, they should be able to do those things. I think it's wrong, but I believe you should be allowed to be wrong. You know, I can't, I can't like dictate someone's speech in that sense mm-hmm. to say, "Hey, you can't do that." I think, yeah, if you if you have a platform where people are free to say whatever they want, yeah, if you're free to say whatever you want, yeah, you can say that. Mm-hmm. So that, so for me, I'm like, okay, I shouldn't have been upset about that first thing. Yeah, I also think you yeah. take the identity super hard too. Like so, just because she said that, that means it's not your identity. But we can move on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of yeah, course, yeah. of course, you know. But I think also to, to, to not to like argue that but everybody no matter what word it is like everybody has a trigger word yeah I hear you, you know? no I know yeah. I, like I said I, I definitely yeah. disclose like that is a trigger <laughs> yeah. yeah and so for me that's the first thing is like yo if, if like people should have the freedom to call you names but my responsibility is I have the freedom to just ignore it mm-hmm. you know I think with the podcast we've created I've tried we're trying to create a culture where like we're addressing everybody Mm-hmm. And what I'm starting, starting to slowly learn is that everyone does not deserve to be addressed. You know, if somebody comes in a manner that you feel like is unhealthy or the conversation can be unproductive at that time, you can say, you know what, I'm not going to address this individual. So I could have easily just been like, oh, okay, this person said this. I want to address this because I feel like it will be uh, back and forth. So I'm just going to never entertain this to begin with. Okay. So I think for that situation, it was just like, oh, they, have, they, they you're right. They have the freedom to say, call me out my name, say whatever they want. I also have the freedom to not entertain that person because I feel like they come incorrectly. Okay. Yeah. Um, my thoughts is, since I know the person, um, I mean, all this could have been avoided without, you know, those two words and then also if it was in a DM. Yeah. Um, and I believe she understands that. Um, I don't know if she's going to take back those two words, but I think she does understand that the DM part would have been way more, you mm-hmm. know, way better for the situation um, as a whole because I ain't even I ain't even know about all this stuff until like hours later. I was just like, what the crap is happening right now? But, um, um, yeah, I, I just think 
the just the discussion between y'all was just really like it was just it was a ticky time bomb. I already just knew what was going to happen. So I think to just um, just the discussion between the both of y'all, both of y'all made some mistakes on both sides. So it was like you said, it was just on a crash course to to you know to nothing. So that's why I kind of just I just kind of just like. I don't know. I just think if 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 two people, you know, one person calls somebody out their name because they disagree with something or they think um, what we said was something problematic, that is wrong. But if we respond in, you know, a defensive, angry, you know, triggered way, mm-hmm. then that's kind of like that's not, you know, that's it's not, not going to make the situation. That's not going to make the situation yeah. better at all. Yeah. I hate I hate this. What would Jesus do, line? But you know, that's not what we he would have did. So it's kind of. I think like, that's what he would have did. Okay, well, then that's another argument. But, uh, that's another argument. But um, like I said, I'm—I I just know for me, I'm—I'm I'm a, a confrontation-less person. I don't like conversation, yeah. like confronta- uh, confrontation, especially when it's something to me that like it wasn't that huge of a deal to in my eyes. Yeah, like I said, it's it's different from other people. So if, if somebody said like you know, Chris, you said this wrong, and you're this. I'd be like, all right, like you know, like yeah. I'm not about to just yeah. argue over something, um, you know, uh, especially if a person I don't know as well. Like yeah. if I know somebody, then like we can have a conversation. But if I don't know that person as well, mm-hmm. it's like, fam, you literally like you have, yeah, you <laughs> there's don't. just no impact on my life. Like, yeah. like all right, like I can clear the situation up and then move on. But I'm not about to, uh, you know, dedicate five hours to figuring, yeah. you know, to really. Come back, you know, come hard, mm-hmm. anything. But you live and you learn. We all make mistakes. Um, and I know I made some mistakes during that whole debacle as well. So yeah. um, we live and we learn. Yo, We're and, growing men. And I'm, and, I, and I'm really doubling down on what I shared. I mean, I just feel like if, if this podcast is a podcast that you feel offended by and we say things that you feel like is problematic and, you, and we're consistently hurting your feelings and we're consistently bringing negative energy into your life every single week, then I just don't want you to listen to it for your own well-being. Yeah, I want, yeah, you, I want you to be a better person. If I feel, That's why I always say, like, even with my little brother, like, if Afiz makes you angry all the time, I just don't want you to be angry. I would rather you just leave and enjoy your life and be happy without me, you know? And I, and I just think it's... Um, that's just my biggest thing. I'm just I'm just doubling down on that. It's just no no offense. I'm no malice, no spite. If it's just if this is a place where you go and you and you and you receive hate and frustration and anger, I don't want this to be the place for you yeah. with that. I don't like I said, I don't think that was like where she was coming from. I just think that her place when she told me was that when we say things about women or two women or whatever or whatever we say it's kind of like she's holding us accountable. Like, hey, these things are your, that you're saying is giving off this type vibe towards women. That's what to, it's kind of... To like, some women. To some women. Sorry. Yes. Right. To some women. Because uh, I also want to bring that point to your attention. I got... I actually got more positive messages about what I said last week than negative. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I said, to some women. So, so like... Yeah. Uh, and, that, and, that, uh, and that's good. Congratulations. And I think um, um, that's what... She was coming out. Obviously, mm-hmm. she could have came better. Yeah, <laughs> but it wasn't like you know she's coming here and she's receiving negative energy. It's kind of like, hey, I feel this way. I think you all, you know, said some things that's probably not the best way to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And this is why I want to tell y'all. Yeah. Obviously, that message has to be a lot better. Yeah. So all this can be avoided. But it wasn't like we're we're bringing negative energy and yeah. we're ruining her. Like, like, that's not what it was. Yeah. So I don't think that's what it is to anybody. I hope not. Yeah. And like I said. Yeah, I, we are. We're failing. Like, yeah, we're just... de- we, def- we definitely are failing. <laughs> and so I just think the 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 three biggest takeaways I, I can share, we're going to bring uh, our next roommate back on, is the first and foremost thing is that, you know, I really want to be a place where people can feel the need to communicate their feelings to things we said. But I just think moving forward, if we feel as though I, I can only speak for myself, Chris can speak for himself, but I know moving forward that if somebody says something negative or something that I feel like is just going to lead me into an unhealthy conversation, I just won't entertain it. So if you, if I don't, if I'm ignoring you, I just hope you don't take it personally. Just if I feel like it's just a negative kind of conversation, I'm just not going to entertain it. That's just me personally. Okay. So the whole roommates will always reply to everybody. I just think that's for Hafiz's point, I'm just not doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing is like I shared previously, guys, man, if you're if you're mean to everybody, I have no problem with that. If you're kind to everybody, I have no problem with that. But when you're nice to certain people and and mean to other people, I just dislike that. I don't like that whole thing. And that's even challenging myself. So my challenge to all the listeners is like, man, whether they're on the right, whether they're on the left, whether they're black, whether they're white, whether they're male, whether they're female, whether they're Democrat, whether they're Republican, give everybody the same respect and decency and a benefit of the doubt to hear them out, to make mistakes, to share whatever they want to share and give them respect as a human being in response to conversation. And the last thing is, I'm just doubling down. Like, we're going to... Con- continue to talk about women we're gonna talk about men we're gonna talk about christianity we're gonna talk about islam we're gonna talk about everything under the sun because in this podcast is late night conversation and you talk about whatever it is and if you're offended by people sharing opinions about things that you feel like we don't have the right to talk about then unfortunately i'm sorry i think you'll be offended and i don't want you to be consistently offended so this may not be the podcast for you but we do only share certain things uplift to encourage to share positivity and nothing is out of malice and spite yeah our attention is always good yeah so yeah that's just what it is i'm good with that yeah I'm, i agree i'm i'm i'm, I'm behind you 100 all right so with the roommates about to bring our next roommate in and we'll be back Okay, we are back, we are back, we are back, we are back, and you're this week, mm, mm, mm. we have mm, mm, mm. a recurring roommate <laughs> who was actually yes. and has always been an mm. original roommate. True. He's on an original shirt. Who <laughs> life's busyness prevents him. And the pursuit of happiness. The pursuit of happiness presents him from being here all the time, but it is not an indictment. No, it's not. On how much he cares, mm. how much he is involved, mm. and how much of an integral part he is to the roommate's ecosystem. He was also featured mm. on the OWN Network. Yes. The Book of John Gray. Yes, indeed he was. He was there. He was indeed there. <laughs> you remember that? He was, he was also with us in Cousin Nick's house. Then, we were trapped oh, Jesus Christ, during man. Hurricane Harvey. We were definitely trapped on the north side of Houston. North side. Gosh. We are joined mm. by none other. By the one and only. Musical sensation, the Emmanuel Paris. 
Welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We would have uh, asked some claps, but we ain't got no sound effects right now. I'm st- yeah, we're still trying to figure that out. I just don't understand how people have sound effects on their podcast. Feels good if anybody know how to add sound effects, please let me know. Feels good to be back. Feels good to be back. Uh, I miss you guys. Woo! I miss you guys a lot. Um, I remember I was on the first, one of the first episodes, right? You was remember? on the first, second the very one? Very first, first episode. One? Yeah. yeah. First one, yeah. <laughs> back in them herb days, you know. Oh right? my God. <laughs> <laughs> them herb days. Uh, feels good to be back. Been herb way supreme. Too been way too long. I've been listening and watching y'all grow, you know. I've been here, obviously. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You just not every day, day in and out, you know, so it's good to see Good to see y'all getting featured, you know. Stop, stop it. Uh, I read everything, you know. Stop. So I'm happy for you guys. I'm happy to, uh, for the direction things are going. Thank you, thank you. And I'm happy to be here. And I appreciate Hafiz for that uh, that intro. Yes, lovely <laughs> intro. He introduced me like he didn't see me like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, don't be t- man, listen, man. Don't be talking to your, in your sexy voice this entire time on the podcast, <laughs> all right? I'm, I'm, I'm not about to play with you, <laughs> Emmanuel. Gosh. Oh, how you been, bro? You been good? I've been good, bro. I've been stressing. I've been stressing, but now it's a little less stress now that uh, you know, the music's finally out to the mm, people. You know? Speaking of the music. Yeah. So go ahead, talk Gosh. to the people. You have a new album. Yep. Mm. First and foremost, let's make something clear. Yeah. Let's get it straight right now. There, we don't do music. We do not. We do not do music. We so, do not have music guests on here. So if you're <laughs> too many people, bro, trying to get on. If you're a Fam. up and co- up and coming musical artist who's been sending us a myriad of DMs and, and messages, and it's been a lot. And if we respond to all of them, we never ignored anybody. I just want to make it abundantly clear: we don't do musicians. I just I don't know. We don't do them at all. I'm just not interested. If I don't know you or you're, I'm not really impacted by your story, I don't do musicians. Mm. But I do do artists. Ooh. I will I will talk to J. Cole because he's an artist. <laughs> I'll talk to Drake because he's an artist. Ooh. Big Sean, he's an artist. I, I will talk to people whose <laughs> art has impacted my life personally. Yeah. So I don't do musicians. I will do, I do artists. Mm. Emmanuel Paris. Little Kodak? Ooh, he might not. <laughs> I would do him, but we won't talk about music. We'll talk about his like actions. You know what I mean? I don't want to have a, a conversation about music with Kodak. What? You never know. Kodak may he may surprise you. He probably know all the goods. He but I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in about his antics. Kodak, you want to see me winning? So like I was saying, I'm interested in Emmanuel Paris's art. Ooh, thank you. And thank Emmanuel Paris has a new art slash musical. Slash masterpiece out that dropped this Friday. Yep, this past Friday. This past Friday. Yeah, May eighteenth, two thousand eighteen. Ooh, right. Called daydreaming. Whoo! I have a tangent. I'm gonna go on. Okay. About your project, this but was, before we get go on that tangent, we'll say the tangent to the end. Okay, so okay. stay tuned for my tangent at the end. Emmanuel Pro- Paris, please share with us about your project, daydreaming. And what it is and what it's about, so our listeners can get to know why they should tune in and listen to it. All right, first I'm gonna just tell y'all my story a little bit. Oh, yeah, you know, do that too. <laughs> by the name of Emmanuel Paris. Uh, for those people that don't know, um, I'm currently in grad school at uh, University of Houston, trying to get my pharmacy uh, degree. You know, mm-hmm. and I fell in love with uh, releasing music. I didn't fall, fall in love with music. Uh, I fell in love with releasing music because I've been making music all my life. I fell in love with actually sharing it with people when I started, you know, college. 
And once I put out my first single called Worth, and you know, Woo. really connected with people, and I was like, okay, maybe yeah, it's wait, time I, to start how, sharing. How many, how many listeners <laughs> does Worth has on SoundCloud? Uh, I don't know, like two hundred seventy thousand. <laughs> two hundred and the seventy thousand. Yeah, accolades. <laughs> Two hundred and seventy thousand. But yeah, I fell in love with uh, releasing the music once I uh, found out that it actually touches and affects people. So I started working on a project um, called Daydreaming. It took me a long time to come up with that name, to be honest. Mm. Uh, I like that if, name. If you heard the silly things that I came up with before, man. Luminad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> took, took a while for the artist to develop. Took, takes a while for the artist to develop. Um, so I uh, started this uh, project called Daydreaming, uh, with the very first song being uh, California Dreaming. Woo! And uh, that song right there, I feel like, sets off the summer a little bit for me. And, uh, you know, the, the, the way I, uh, I structured this album was to start kind of the way summer starts off. Mm-hmm. You know, summer starts off, you know, more, you know, more energetic, more upbeat. And then, you know, I put the interlude in there to start mm-hmm. slowing things down because towards the end of summer, you know, yeah. the sun's starting to set, you know, yeah. and everybody's... All the fun's over, in a sense. Fun's over, in a sense, but things start to slow down a little yeah. bit more, you know. You start getting more realistic. Oh, man, okay, life's about to start again. Yeah, I school's start, about to start again. You know, yeah. For those people that are out of school and stuff like that, you know. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much how I structured it. I wanted you, I wanted you to feel the ups and then, you know, take you to the lows, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So. That's pretty much uh, what my album is about. It's really, it's really my best work thus far, you Easy. know. Yeah. And I put a lot of my time, a lot of my, you know, long nights of not sleeping. There were days where I would come back from, uh, from a site of rotation or something like that, and I would be in my scrubs, and I would go into the studio and start recording music, mm. and wouldn't get any sleep, you know. So that's how much it meant to me. It's kind of like something that. It's it's somewhere where I find like where I belong, you know, yeah. where I belong, you know, like for me, I feel like a lot of people accept me when I'm outside, you know, but I, I don't really truly feel at home unless, you know, I'm in the studio making, you know, an expression of myself, basically, yeah. you know, and being to be being able to be free. Like, um, for example, to go into just the expression of myself, some of the, you know, sounds that you'll hear in the album throughout the album, like. They may sound like instruments, but they're really my vocals, uh, compressed and you know, you know, manipulated to sound mm-hmm. like those instruments because I don't know how to play the guitar, yeah. so I make my voice sound like a guitar, you know. Phew. So it's, there's no more true like free like freedom of self than to be able to you know say I can't play the guitar, but I'm gonna find a way to yeah. put it in there. You That's know? love. So. That's love. And the one thing I really, how do I put this? I've been blessed with is seeing your musical journey from, gosh, from 2013 as us being first years Aries and perfect apology. Oh man, CB2 uh, to apology days. I mean, I mean to everything, bro. It's just like I have I have seen the progression. I've seen the love. I have yeah. seen everything that that like your passion for music just grow yeah. and manifest it. Yeah. And um, and I'm just I'm just just blessed and proud to see that, you know, you've been working on this project for yeah. so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and to really see you following your dreams and acting it out. I mean, it's really, really yeah, inspirational. Never I mean, I know I'm, it's yeah. I'm like, like, bro, like the, the talent, I mean, songs I've been hearing, all these things, like, it's just really, like you're like the true definition of, you know, finding a, a passion that yeah. you love 
and really going after it yeah, and figuring I things out. That. I appreciate that. Appreciate Man, it's it's been really cool seeing that, bro. Yeah, for, I mean, first and foremost, I gotta thank God for giving me the ability to do. And what, he can see to, to, <laughs> to do what I do, you know, for myself mostly, and then giving me, you know, the uh, the 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 freedom to express it to other people, you yeah. know. And I gotta thank my friends, second, like my close friends, like you, mm-hmm. Hafiz, you know. KJ Francis, you know those people. Every you know those people who are around me because you see them all the time. Yeah. And the encouraging, like the the encouraging words that they give me all the time, and the affirmation that mm-hmm. look, you're doing the right thing, you're heading the right way. Even sometimes when I feel like, you know, why am I even doing this? You know, because mm-hmm. it, it can get you know kind of like you know depressing when you're an independent coming yeah. up. You know. Yeah. And I just appreciate the people around me, all my friends that support me. Uh, I appreciate all the sales that happened. Like yeah. when I first released it, I was I was surprised. Yeah. I was surprised that that many people even bought the album. Yeah. But like, I was surprised because they bought the album and didn't even listen to it. I know there are people that haven't, that didn't, they bought it before they even like, you know, streamed it or anything yeah. like that. And that's amazing. Yeah. And I know once they, once they heard it, you know, they loved it because they mm-hmm. all, you know, hit me back up saying, hey man, you're doing great things. And, it just keeps me going, keeps me thinking about the next project. Yeah. So I just appreciate, you know, all my friends and all my new fans. And, I mean, stick with me. Uh, <laughs> I'm never going to stop sure. doing this. And yeah. find, I'm going to find a way to like, reach the masses. Reach I love it. Masses. I love it. So when somebody tells me <laughs> they met a beautiful woman, mm. I always say, show me. Not anymore, though. I mean, yeah, Not you used anymore. to be like that. I'm like, man, she was fine. Prove it. I but still, all right. <laughs> because, and the reason why I stopped, because Instagram is very deceiving. And yeah. I was deceived too many times via Instagram. But I still want to see her. Because <laughs> you can't just tell me she looks good. You got to show me she That's looks true. good. That's mm-hmm. true. I agree. So when someone tells me they do music mm-hmm. and their music is good, yeah. I don't want to hear that their music is good from their mouths. Mm. I want to hear that their music is good yeah. from their music. So what we're going to do right now oh God. <laughs> is we're going to go ahead and play the first song off the album. I mean, yeah. My personal favorite song besides Mona Lisa. <laughs> it's not, unreleased. It's, it's unreleased. unreleased. Gosh, man. Un- shout out 24 Karat. Shout out 24 Karat KJ. Man. But my favorite song off the album, which is the very first song, we're going to play this song. And before we even continue with this conversation we're going to have with Emmanuel. If you like this song, mm. I'm going to challenge you to buy the album. Yep. If you don't like this song, I want you to turn off this podcast and go on with your day. That's how much I believe you will like this song. No, no you're going to like the song. And the album's only $10. It's only $10. I got $10. I mean, how much, and we'll talk, how we'll much talk better more, friends could you have? And we'll that, talk more know? about this later. But my <laughs> challenge to you guys is I'm going to stop talking I'm going to play this new music, mm. and I guarantee you, you guys are going to be blown away. Because I know how it feels to hear about new musical acts. I'm skeptical as well. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and play it, let you guys hear it, and we can get started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me Debuting. Know. Let me know what you, th- what you guys think. For Emmanuel Paris. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I 
up in California dreaming about you Stay in bed, I never wake up if I could I've been California scheming all night long I've been California dreaming about you You met me Man, I wish to God that I could hit the rewind And take it back, and we could do it like we poster Lighten up the vape and get it wavy like it's coaster Used to being distant, now I wanna get to know y'all Get a little closer, get it popping like a toaster Hope you get the message, hope you get the memo And if not, I guess I had to keep you on the L-O Yes, I'll cover you up like a blemish I won't think twice, I can vanish Houdini with the method, I can rap it Here today, gone tomorrow, it's become a habit Anything you want, you can have Anything, anything, yeah We can sip, we can sip, Hennessy, yeah Anything, anything, yeah We can sip, we can sip, I've been California dreaming about you Yes, I told you. I told you guys indeed. This music. Can we run that back? For time constraints, we can. But <laughs> you can if you guys it. have... Any device, you can obviously press the rewind button mm. and hear the sample. But greater than pressing the rewind button and hearing the sample, mm. you can actually go buy the it. album Ooh. and yeah, replay it. it over and over and over and support over. Me. <laughs> so, support, support me. me. Support, support me. Support my so, man. is not easy. I, I'm going to go... Last episode, I got a lot of complaints about I talk too much. Oh, what? It was okay. Somebody said that? Many people said that. <laughs> And I understand that because I love Zach Markham so much. I got overwhelmed with just talking. No, I mean, no, that was a big moment for you. Yeah, I, mean, I, I was not. I'm, in really, no way, yeah, in yeah, shape yeah, or yeah, form, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am going to get in the way today. It was really, like, oh, it's really intimate moment. Pause. <laughs> I, I, I really love Emmanuel a lot. And I don't want to talk too much, so I'm gonna go on a quick tangent, and then we're gonna get back into conversation mode. Mm. I got a complaint that I insulted our listeners. Because I called them passive. Mm. And real quick, I'm going to double down on what I said. And let me tell you why. We have some amazing listeners who I know is going to buy your album. Lawrence is going to buy your album. Lawrence definitely Mike's going to buy your album. Um, Thank you. Jay's probably going to buy your album. I know Angelica's going to buy your album. For, for Chris fact. is going to buy your album. For, Angelica is going to. H-Town Ray J is going <laughs> to buy your album. Definitely. King Akil would definitely. King Akil is gonna buy your album. King Akil is definitely like we can go on for days with people. Kayla's gonna buy her album. Um, it just I'm just going off the top. I can continue doing. Jayla Wakam. Jayla Wakam. Like we have amazing listeners, and these people, I I'm obsessed with them. Like I'm obsessed with them, and all my day one amazing listeners who are always commenting, always sharing, always engaging. I love them. Because they show love to the people we love. That's real. No, they're not. For but real. we have half of the population. We have over a thousand people listening per episode. We have a good percentage of people who sit down and they do nothing. They just listen and you guys do nothing. And here's why that troubles me. Because when we bring people on the podcast, they're doing us a favor. Mm -hmm. They're going out of their time. Like Stefan 
did us a favor. No, he really, he threw us a lot. Mary yeah. Joe Jesus did Christ. us a favor. That's Mary like two Joe. grand for both of them. Easily. You know <laughs> what I mean? People us. are doing us a favor. They can charge us a lot of money. Easily yeah. could have charged us. But and they wouldn't go get out of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we weren't going to pay, <laughs> we pay them at all. <laughs> so we have a lot of amazing people. I'm sorry. Gosh dang it, Chris. <laughs> it's a serious moment. <laughs> but uh, we have a lot of amazing people. And there's so many more people that you guys, when, when they come on this podcast this year, you guys will mm. be blown away like Emmanuel, who are going to add so much value to you guys. But what happens is when we tell our people, yo, show these people thank you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Show them some love for coming on the podcast and they get no love. Mm -hmm. Know what happens? Mm -hmm. They don't want to come back. Mm -hmm. And then when their friends ask them, how was your experience going on the roommates? Know what they say? Oh, it's not very cool. So if you guys said you want Beyonce on the podcast, if, be, if no one, uh, Beyonce's friends are being like, yo, I came on the podcast, I had a great time, I had some great love from the fans, they ain't gonna, Beyonce ain't gonna come. Mm. So that's why I'm challenging the listeners because I want you guys to show people so much love that they want more people to come on the podcast that's and real. they want to come back. That's real. And gosh. they want to give you more. Mm -hmm. Like Mary Jo wants to come, they show Mary Jo love. They really do. Yeah. Mary Jo said, I'll come back and I'll give you guys two hours if you want two hours. Wow. That's what happens when you show people love. They want to give. Man, she said a lot of people reach out to her and thank you guys. I mean, she was throwing out, she was throwing out gems, and you got it, and you got to show love. If she would never came, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and so my biggest thing, guys, we want to continuously give you the greatest thinkers, the people who are going to change your life forever. Every idea on this podcast, I wanted to change your life forever. But if you guys don't show love to our guests. People will not come back. And you will have moments like we had in April and in March where we had seven weeks straight with no guests because nobody was interested in the podcast mm. because people weren't showing them the support they needed to spread the word. Mm. And last but not least, we have people who have great causes and are trying to do great things in this world. A mobilized minority can change the world. Mm. A mobilized minority changes the world. I want to see what kind of <laughs> Not just Wakanda for blacks, but Wakanda for all people who yeah. want equal opportunities and benefits in this society. That's why we challenge you guys to go out and do. I, don't, I would rather have 150 listeners who all did than 10,000 who did nothing. Mm. That's on me. That's yeah, my. That's it. We're selling the podcast for free now. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I'm done. I'm done. So I go on all this tangent is to say. If I'm bring if we're bringing somebody on the podcast, mm. please show them love and support. Mm. What breaks my heart was when John. It was a long time ago, but John Mark came on the podcast, told about his watches. I told you guys to follow John Mark, and John Mark got seven new followers. It broke my heart that so little people were were, were being willing to move to um, action. Yeah, it really was like three because it was four of us. <laughs> if I'm being honest, <laughs> so my challenge to you guys: if you like this music that we just played to you. Yeah. Buy the album. If you don't like the music, I have no problem buying the album. But please show love and support to the people we bring in because we're bringing them in here for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Please don't just don't just be passive. Uh, if you like it, share it because that makes all the difference for me to be able to, you know, do that and also make impact in other people's lives. I mean, Hafiz is a uh, knowing Hafiz personally. The fact that he's talking like these like this shows me that you know that he considers you know the audience as family. Because, like, you call, you know, your family to, you know, make action, take moves in order to, you know, go towards a better direction and make, you know, a difference, you know. Mm -hmm. So the fact that he feels comfortable enough to, like, talk to you guys like this, it means, 
you have that you mean that much to him, you know. So most definitely, yeah. Most and definitely. to Chris as well, you, you guys mean the world to us, and that's why we're challenging and you, Chris. And so my my <laughs> challenge is that I expect at bare minimum a hundred of our listeners to buy the album. That would be amazing. And uh, I I expect a bare minimum, and mm. I'm telling you. I will start calling people out mm. one by one. Mm. So I have everyone's name. I know yeah. who you guys are. Trust we're all me, friends. Hafiz has, has your name. So we're Trust all friends. Me. So I'm going to start calling you guys out. So I expect a hundred. Mm. So next week, we're going to actually, we're going to call you on the phone. All right. Because I'm going to expect a hundred listeners. And if we don't get a hundred. <laughs> wait, wait, no. Wait, wait, wait. If the music, that's bad of me. If the music sucks. Yeah. And we don't get a hundred. The music sucks. You got to do a better job. Yeah. <laughs> the music doesn't suck. <laughs> Well, so that's my challenge to listeners: a hundred new downloads. But enough about me. Let's get back to the conversation. Mm -hmm. So the biggest thing that I've realized is that when a lot of people go independent, mm -hmm. there's not enough support. Yeah, there's I mean, not enough support. That's why I've always like thought, like you know, if I get offered, you know, money by a label to, you know, by you know, like a big label, obviously, yeah. you know, to support me and put the mu more music out and more creativity out, like. Being independent is cool and all, like when you say it, but I don't think people really, really understand like yeah. what being independent really means. Like yeah. it means you are your own manager, you are your own PR, you yeah. are your own marketer, yeah. you know? And yeah. to have to do all that and be the artist at the same time is is almost almost impossible, but not impossible. Yeah. You know? And, you know, if I had the opportunity to, you know, sign right now, I think I would. Mm. Because just because the sheer fact of, you know, like I said, like I feel the same, mobilizing the people and, you know, it takes money to move. You yeah, know, it takes it money. Take money it takes money or it takes a lot of passion. And I got a lot of passion and I'm trying to, you know, put that in other people so they can see, you know, what I have is the truth, you know? You ever thought about which label? No, I never thought about which label, but I mean, I've always thought about Def Jam or Republic. Yeah, because I think, uh, I'm, I mean, I know some of those companies offer like this, this, distribution? Distribution. Distribution deals? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's about it. So you technically still independent, and if you have complete, you know, creative control, I mean, that would be another avenue. Yeah, you that can would be something I'd be interested in yeah. if I had a manager. True. <laughs> yeah. True. And even going, even in regards to the labels, people, right. so many people complain. You about to turn on AC? I'm about to uh, 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 she get some drinks. Okay. <laughs> so many people complain about how all the music today is the same. Mm. So many people complain that there's no music of substance. Mm. But what I one thing I've noticed is that most music comes from these major labels. Yeah. And most people have to sign contracts with these major labels yeah. in order to get their music played and listened to. Yeah. But to sign a contract with a label, you must have music the label likes, mm -hmm. i.e. the same sounds. Yes. So people who complain about all this music is misogynistic. People who complain about all this music is A, B, C, is, it sounds this way, it's glorifying drugs, mm -hmm. it's glorifying violence. People complain about these things. You guys are actually perpetuating this cycle of conformity in music because you're not supporting independent people who are free to make music about what they care about. Mm -hmm. Emmanuel Paris makes music, life-giving substance music that he cares about. Yeah. And I don't want to see him, I'm going to talk to you, we're going to talk more about this later, but I don't want to see him conform to society I don't just to. because he knows that's the only way for me that's easy. to be able to... It's easy. Yeah. I, I can I can do that, you know? like, And I've made songs like that and I just never released them because, you know, it just... Not that it wasn't me necessarily, but it just 
wasn't the image I was trying to give out, you know? Yeah. I can easily make, you know, music that's, you know, you know, pop, 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 you know, like, you know, get your attention, you know, but I want to keep your attention, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's why, you know, I make the music what I'm that I'm making now, which also does get your attention. But like, you know, I talk about Talk about real things, you know. I don't talk. I don't repeat the same thing over and over again, you know. I make music for different moments, different people, and different situations, you know. So my music is kind of it's alive, you know. It's not it's not just something that you passively listen to. Yeah. It's something that you know can strike an emotion in you, you know. I agree because so. I think it's kind of like the same battle with us. Hafiz and I know exactly what we need to do to to make this podcast pop. Mm. We could talk about relationships and encouraging women. Easy. That would make us grow 10 times as fast. Mm. Am I lying? And sex. And sex. Oh, oh my God. Exponential. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. It would be insane. <laughs> insane. First so, of all, first of all, first of all, first of all. Here. I cannot let you go on talking without acknowledging the fact of where you guys are right now. I want to say congratulations. Oh, thank you. Congratulations, bro. Thank you. Congrats. Trying, bro. Congrats. I was scrolling through SoundCloud, and I was... Very impressed. Mm, Very yeah. impressed. So sure. congratulations. I appreciate it. Thank you. We was deemed, you know, top two podcasts in Houston. I thought I was real. I was happy. Huh, us? <laughs> top two and you're not number two. No, we definitely <laughs> not number two. We definitely not number two. <laughs> not, yeah, it's not even close. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, we're coming for all states. Yeah. yeah. We're coming for all states. But um, what was I saying? And I also think kind of like the conversation earlier that every label has like a certain kind of person mm -hmm. on each one. of Like every label got a Cardi. Mm -hmm. To their Nikki, mm -hmm. you know, and then there's also, you know, a little this, mm -hmm. a little that, you know. So it's kind of like, you know, we don't want you to be, I don't know. What artists you say you relate to the most? You probably, Sheesh. you probably like, if the if you want to, if you want to give our audience, like, hey, my sound is similar to this artist, who would you say? Ooh, that's hard. That's hard. I know it's you picked hard. out from a lot of different artists. That is so hard. I know you picked from. Oh my give me God. three then. Okay, give I'll, give three. Three. I'll give you top three. I give you top three because not not only because of the music, but because of their life. Number one, the weekend. <laughs> Obviously, the weekend. Yep. The the progression of the weekend, yep. like to where he is now, is crazy. The music that he was making, like he was being so vulnerable, mm -hmm. like so vulnerable. Nobody talks. I feel bad for him. Nobody yeah. does that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So vulnerable, and I love that. And that. You know, inspired me to want to do something as well. Mm -hmm. You know, the weekend is one of my uh, favorite people, the Miguel. Yeah, Miguel, like Miguel as well because you know he's just a cool guy. You know, yeah. Miguel's a cool guy can sing. I can see that. You know, he's... plays a guitar. He's just an awesome guy. You know, and he he embodies like you know things that I've seen in the past, kind of like uh, Jimmy Andr Jimmy Hendrix in a sense. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just I can like see that. you know, uh, the swag. I love that. And then also, uh, this was like kind of like more of a recent realization. Uh, Ty Dolla Sign. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Ty Dolla Sign because I don't think a lot of people know how hard or how long Ty Dolla Sign has been in the game and the mm. hustle that he's had to put in there to come out now. I think he's what like thirty something. Mm. I, don't, like, I, I don't know. I I'm definitely ignorant to that. Yeah. I, I thought mean, he was a new artist. I ain't no, never been definitely like not. He's a probably new. like thirty. When I last saw his age, he was thirty one, and now I think that yeah. was like two thousand fifteen, fourteen. So he's probably like thirty four. Yeah. Like, so he also oh, he's like kind of like G's in the yeah, sense. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, Jeezy, man, yeah. that guy, that yeah. guy puts in work, bro. Yeah. He puts in work. People, people see things and they don't really understand. Like these people are actually people. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. a lot goes into their lives, you know. Yeah. But I would say Ty Dolla Sign number three because just the way he's hustling and it kind of reminds me of my life in a sense. Mm -hmm. Like because I'm, you know, I'm not famous yet, you know. Yeah. 
but I'm still like working on it, putting the music out because I believe in it that much. Yeah. And I saw that in him, and I seen him uh, put out his new uh, album. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I forgot what it's called, but um, he had a song on there called Dawson's Break. If y'all mm-hmm. want to check that out, it's a pretty good song. Um, seeing where he came from and where he is now, it really encouraged me to you know keep grinding, keep working. So for our listeners who are like, uh, I'm I'm still not. <laughs> The music first song was cool. Yeah. But what kind of music do you make? Why would why what makes you different from the weekend? What makes you different from Drake? What makes you different from from Trey Song? What makes mm. you different from all these people? Like what yeah. about your music yeah. is unique that will make our listeners want to go and make a purchase? Mm. What makes me different is that so if you're a type of person, I'm not I'm not gonna say like everybody's gonna like this, everybody's gonna like that, but like the people that I do reach are the people that are for me, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like with this with this album or with just my, you know, character as a person uh, or a musician, I make music. I can make I can make a, an album that'll affect you multiple ways, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Take you high, take you low. And I don't feel like a lot of artists can have that dynamic range. Yeah, they know? Like they're one-dimensional. Exactly. Yeah. To to be able to rap and sing and I and I and produce, you know. Yeah. And I know Mix like and master. I know there's yeah. some people, you know, that rap and sing, but it's not really singing. I really like to sing. You know, that yeah. was my first passion is, you know, R and B and singing. But I started, you know, incorporating the melodic rap and melodic sound into the music right no, hey, now. Man, don't say melodic. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying like, you know, if you want some if you want an artist, if you if you want to listen to an artist that that is you know, ever growing, ever changing, you know? And, like, I don't want to be an artist that just releases the same type of music over and over again. The next album I was putting out, I was thinking about doing some Caribbean, you know, music, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, I'm always changing, always growing, and I want, you know, years down the line, you guys to see the progress in my music and be like, damn, we were able to grow with him through all of this to where he is now, you know? So, yeah, yeah, I want... And so, like, what's also... What is um like your inspiration? You know, like how do you like what get those creative juices flowing? <laughs> Alcohol. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, hidden just... dog boy. Uh, what, honestly, what gets my creative juices flowing is that I don't have much time to um to really be in my zone. I don't have much time to be in there, so I take full advantage of any time mm-hmm. I'm in the studio. Of any time I have to work on music because I'm always in school, always busy yeah. with tests and exams and, you know, having to move around and, you know, mobilize and do all kinds of things. So, like, the fact that I don't, it, it kind of makes it, you know, a little sweet at the same time mm-hmm. because you don't get that much time to it, but the time that I get with it, I enjoy it and I express myself fully. Like, you you guys should hear what I do in the studio. Sometimes it sounds crazy. Yeah. It sounds completely crazy, but I'm free to do that. Yeah. You know, so that that's kind of what gets me going is just the freedom of just that, I don't know that fading time. You know, what I'm saying like I don't. It's it's not it's not something that I can do all day. You know, yeah, I, I I can't do it all day. So the time that I do get to do it, I have to use it wisely, and yeah. you know, not let anything hold me back. You know, from putting out what I yeah. want to put out. So one thing I think is apparent from you know when you began, you giving glory to God, and you know, in your life, being a Christian man. How do you balance your spiritual convictions and your religious faith with the sort of realness and rawness that people aspire 
to listen to mm. in today's music? Oh man, that's that's a that's a difficult question because sometimes I feel like I'm slipping, mm -hmm. like in terms of like you know my faith, yeah, or just like you know my strength in it, and um, I try to hold myself you know you know accountable at times, and like there's there's um. There's some, like, things that my mom does for me. Like, she'll text me every day. Like, she really holds me accountable. Mm -hmm. She texts me every day, texts me uh, Psalm 91, you know, tells me, you know, read that every day. And I do read that every night before I go to sleep. And I couldn't even tell you the verses that I've memorized. I, I literally couldn't tell you the verses that I've memorized that I repeat every day to myself. Mm -hmm. But I can tell I can read it out to you. You know, I, I know it in my head and I can mm -hmm. repeat it, but I can't tell you where it's at. You know, mm -hmm. that's how much, like, it's... It's almost like a song for my life, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I try, I try to keep doing that and uh, keep my mom, you know, like to hold me accountable uh, for for the music that I make. There's some music that I've made before that like sounds really good, sounds really popular. Like somebody, like it would be, it would be popping, but like, I just couldn't put it out because then everybody would expect me to be that person, yeah. and yeah. that's not who I am. Yeah, you know. Absolutely. So, so I don't know. I feel like I'm trying. I'm I'm really trying to like you know. Merge the music and hopefully one day, like I look up to John Legend a lot mm -hmm. because he's able to like you know still be in the music world mm -hmm. but not sell his soul. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And I think what I think that first single um, that an artist put out does bring does bring out that you know their identity. Yeah. So if you know for if if for example like I really like after party. But mm -hmm. I can see how somebody could take after party in a whole different direction. Yeah. Especially you ask somebody on there like a future or something, which oh. I still want that to happen. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, two but chains. you said what? So you were thinking two chains last time? What did I say? Yeah, that's what I you said. said. Yeah. I thought I said future. Either way, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm game. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and but I freaked it. <laughs> and yeah. I freaked it. Future. If uh, if your first single, which is, I mean to me will be California Dreaming, mm. like you know that. You know, gives people range. You see, like, man, I've been daydreaming about this girl, <laughs> like, you right. know. And then you saw also in the verses, like, man, like, I also was being very nasty to this girl, but now come back, you know, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I think that very first single does give people identity. I can I can understand why you're hesitant in bringing out some music, but yeah. once you know, once that is set. I think you have even more freedom, you know, really, especially if it makes sense. To be to myself, to yeah. be myself and not have to Like, Because I, yes. I think people like the, the raw and realness, like, yeah. uh, uh, even with uh, with our podcast, like, yeah, yeah we're, we're Christian men, but we we're F up all the exactly, time, you know, exactly. and we, I mean, shoot, like, I like getting twerked on, like, please, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, that's me, that's just being real. And uh, I think... <laughs> Wow. I think yeah, because I know our our staple like we're 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 vulnerable, we're honest men, so we want to um, and people love that for us. And I yeah. think your artists, I mean, I mean, you're not your artists, your listeners will too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely uh, appreciate that. Um, Don't say that, Blake. Don't be like I like getting twerked on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Who does? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but like yeah. we all out here, we're all out here trying. You know, trying to be better. You know. Not necessarily saying that we're bad, but like just we're trying, we're growing. You know, this is an everyday, you know, thing. And for people to expect, you know, you to be stagnant is not realistic. Yeah. And if you are trying to be stagnant, then you're not living your life. Yeah. Also, yeah, put on this fake facade. Yeah, you know, exactly. Everything yeah. like, man. Nah. Yeah, and that because I I thought about that because I I felt like me personally, be honest to myself. Some of the songs in the album I wasn't. I wasn't a fan of like mm. a few of the songs on the album. To be honest, I wasn't a fan of, 
but I I understood it from like from knowing you. Mm-hmm. But I feel if I didn't know you, mm-hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't have been a fan at all. Mm-hmm. And because I I wonder sometimes with knowing you, just the pressure that you that you face because you know that you're talented, you know you have good music, but the pressures that you face that I have to make this certain kind of music because yeah. everybody else is making that kind yeah. of music, even though that's not mm. who, who I, I am. am. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. I and I just wonder, like, and that's one thing about you that, like I said, I love the rawness of yourself. And like I said, if that's you, I, I mean, that's who, we, yes, there's things, parts about me who I offend people and people probably don't like. Mm-hmm. But I just hate it as musicians the need to conform to what everybody feels like they should make music about. Yeah, you know, like, you know, Picasso or Leonardo da Vinci, mm-hmm. whenever they make art, they're able to, like, you know, make what they want to make, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And people look at that art and they're like, okay. What is he trying to do? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. trying to, you know, break it down. So he's able to put out what he wants to put out. Mm-hmm. Nobody's saying, oh, man, this guy right here is painting that, so why don't you paint that? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I feel like that's kind of the direction the music is going. And the you know, not to say that I'm old or anything, like I'm just 24, but the, I feel like the the sound of the younger generation, like my little brother, not to say like it's not bad or anything like that, but like the sound, it's starting to sound like there's no range, yeah. like you know, there's no difference. Not to say it sounds bad. I'm not saying it sounds bad. I'm just saying that it's not different. Yeah, you know, it's not different, and I think people just need to. Have the freedom, have the freedom to express themselves without you know fear of judgment and fear of being of not being successful. You know, mm. no, I definitely understand the freedom. I mean, the fear of being non-successful. <laughs> <laughs> Wilders, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I can only imagine that some of our listeners right now are saying to themselves, "Man, this guy seems cool, but he probably." It's only on the podcast because he's their friend. They're probably only promoting his music because he's their friend. So people are selfish, and that's not always a bad thing. So what it is, is it about your music and this project that will add value to people? So people say, what value will your music add to my life, which will result in me spending money and buying your music? Well, I mean, the value that the music has, in my opinion, is... Um it has a lot of dynamic range. Um, life is never, you know, is never the same. Tomorrow is never the same as today. No matter how much you want to, you know, think about it or say, oh, man, I'm going to the same job as yesterday. It's never the same. Never the, Different opportunities come and different, you know, emotions are, you know, evoked in different people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with this album, um, you can go through it and whichever, whichever state of mind you're in, there's a song to either, you know, like, make you think about where, where you're at right now or uplift you, you know? So I feel like the value that the album has for people right now is that it's dynamic and you literally get to pick and choose, you know, what you, what you want to listen to on the album and the, dyna- the the range, the range of the, you know, of the lyrics, of the vocals, of the instrumentals is it's different in each song and it's, it's different from what you would get from just playing the radio, which... You know, they play the same songs over and over again. We hear people complaining about that. And you just get fed through the pipeline, the same thing everybody else is getting fed. So mm-hmm. you you might be going through a different experience, but you're not getting the ability to choose 
what you want to listen to, you know, to relate to the situation that you're going through, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And something that you um, also shared was that people who love your music love your music. Yeah. So the people who really resonate with your music, they they rock with your music. Yeah. So Especially me. <laughs> so mm-hmm. what is that person who really resonates with your music? Obviously, you know this because they're sending you emails, they're sending you messages, you're doing yeah. all types of stuff. So what is that person like who really resonates with your music? And it impacts their lives. I mean, let me see. People that really resonate with the with the music. I would say, kind of like how the music is ever, ch- like, always changing, you know? Like, which each song to the next song, there's a consistency in terms of, you know, the quality of the music. But, like, I change, you know, my songs change because I make them at different times in my life. So, and I feel like, you know... The music, um, can you repeat the question? Here. So I said, what kind of person resonates with your music? What is that person like? Okay, the person is, uh, that resonates with my music would be, you know, or the music resonates with would be somebody that's, you know, going through day-to-day life or, you know, living their life right now where, they, where they're at and trying to grow, trying to reach a goal, trying to accomplish a mission. And like in some of the lyrics, you can actually hear it. You know, I'm trying to accomplish a mission. I, you know, I put that in the lyrics. So it, it motivates you. Some some of the songs motivate you to keep going and to keep striving to get your dreams and not give up because of what society, you know, has labeled you as or anything like that. So people that are, um, you know, you know, impacted by the music, I would say, are people that are, you know, going through day to day life. You know, mm. and mm. ever growing, ever growing people. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of our listeners are are like that. You know, they're going through everyday things, um, and and they can really resonate with our podcast because you know we're you know each and every week is about something different. Yeah. Uh, where we're discussing the topic of being vulnerable, or we're you know saying what's going on with our lives, yeah. and you know it's always an up and down. People can hear the tone in our voice yeah. change. So people know when we're going through something. Yeah. People know when we actually are doing well. It's actually a good week. Yeah. Um. So I think uh, our listeners can really relate to your to your to your music because they can also get what they get from us. They can get from you. Yeah. Um. And I think that'd be very impactful on their lives as well. Yeah. Um. So that's a a sensational reason why you're on here because yeah. you're very similar to us and you know. You impact our lives through your music, so we know that our listeners can be impacted as well. Yeah, like, I mean, I go through a lot of different things, and I'm sure everybody goes through the same things in their own ways. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, one of the songs on there is called Withdrawal, and that's actually a real song that I wrote a long time ago, Mm -hmm. and I don't think anybody's ever heard before Mm -hmm. until I put it on the album. And it's just about, you know, know, being um, in not, not necessarily a lonely state, but just, like, a kind of reflective state of, you know, some... The song, to me, is personal because it's about somebody, you know, that I used to be with and now seeing that their life has, you know, you know, grown past me Mm. and, you know, that they're happy and, you know, I had to be honest with myself and, you know, express it somehow and not let it, you know, build up inside of me. Am I really happy for their happiness Mm. right now? You know, so it's like just me thinking through that. Wow. Something else I, I I just remembered that's really, really, really important to share is that as the listeners heard you share previously, you're in pharmacy school right now. Yeah. But obviously your passion is music. Yes. You don't want to be in pharmacy, you know, for the rest of your life. I don't. That's many people's 
predicament right now. Mm. You know, they're working jobs. They're having majors. You know, they're doing things right now which they don't want to do, but they have dreams. They have goals. They have desires. They have passions. They have things that they really want to do. So for our listener who's sitting down right now, working a job, who's driving to work, driving to a class, or even back at home during the summertime resenting the upcoming fall or maybe even summer classes of a major they don't care about, but they feel like they're forced to do so and not follow their dreams, their passion, and their desires and feel like there's nothing good coming from tomorrow. What song would you suggest could speak into these persons' lives? Before I talk about the song, I just want to say, like, you know, if you're somebody that feels that way, like, I know I feel that way a lot of times, and I still do. Um, my recommendation is just, you know, do what you got to do, because, like, we're not all born with a silver, you know, spoon, and we all have to, like, you know, do some things that we're not comfortable with to get where we want to be. So m- my advice would be just to stay passionate about your passion. Whatever time you do get to do it, you know, do it, be creative. And do what you got to do. Like, if you got to work to pay the bills, do that. But also make a plan to get to where you're going, you know? Mm-hmm. And patience is a, you know, it's a virtue. Like, you know, it's cliche, but it's true. Yeah. And I think uh, one of the songs on the album is actually called uh, Patience. And that song can relate to a lot of people that have something that they want to achieve. And they're having to wait for it. And they're wondering, when is this ever going to come? You know? Mm. So... So right now, guys, here's what we're about to do. We're about to play this song, Patience. So if you are currently on your way to work, if you are currently at work, if you are currently leaving class, if you are currently going to class, if you are currently at the house, and you feel as though you are stuck, if you feel as though there is no hope, if you feel as though that your dreams, your desires, your passions are not being fulfilled, I want you to listen to the song Patience and hear what Emmanuel Paris has to share with you. We're going to go ahead and play Patience right now. Emmanuel (laughs) Paris. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Now presenting Mr. Paris.
Nation for you. All I need is a little bit of auto-tune. <laughs> Just a little bit of auto-tune is all I need, man. I'll be Don't good. let Chris fool you guys. He can actually <laughs> sing. I auto-tune. lived with this guy. <laughs> Oh man, yep. that was that was a, that was a really, that was a really great song. Y'all man. seen the Yodo Kid? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy. He was at Coachella. That's crazy. That's crazy. Man, that's a, that's a really that's a really his song great go song. hard though. You heard his his debut single? Yeah, I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's nice. That's yeah. Nice. So I want to be respectful of your time. What is a closing message you like to share to our listeners? I don't know what I do. <laughs> <laughs> so for our listeners. Who are like, oh, you're kind of cool. I, I want like to learn more. So, what is the closing message you like to share about your music and the debut album? First of all, I want to thank you guys for having me on the show. Great conversation. I enjoyed my time here. Um, message I would like to share about the album, you know, about the project or about myself is just I need your support. You know, I need uh, my friends to support me, and we all need to support one another because that's how we make it. Mm, great message. So, it is. here's what I'm about to do. I'm about to invoke invoke a hundred listener challenge. Wowzers. So here's what's gonna happen. What's gonna happen? If you guys heard Worth. Burr. If you guys have heard any Emmanuel Paris song, which you've heard two today. Yep. You've heard California Dreaming and you've heard Patience. Mm. You enjoy those songs. I challenge a hundred of our listeners to buy Emmanuel Paris' debut album, Daydreaming. Right now, it's on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. To buy his debut album and show him his, your support. It's $10. It's only $10. $9. Show $9. him $9. that you care. Because like I said, guys, life is not and will never be changed by simply the thoughts in our head. But life will be changed by the actions we commit. By the way our hands move to enact a change. So I'm going to challenge a hundred of our listeners to buy Emmanuel Paris' debut album. And once you buy his album, send him a message on social media and let him know that you're thankful and let him know that you bought it. And like I said, if you've heard the music, if you just if you heard California Dreaming and you heard Patience, you're not impressed, cool. Don't buy the album. Mm-hmm. Because you weren't impressed. But if you enjoy the music and you resonate with the message of an individual who is going through life right now, who has a dream, who has a desire, who has a passion, and who wants people to support them, but you feel like there is no support being found, put yourself in Emmanuel Paris' shoes and support him the way you would want others to support you. There it is. I mean, I appreciate 100 listener that. challenge. Appreciate Friday that. album. Um, Hafiz will call you out. <laughs> uh, I'd like to, you know, challenge uh, somebody else or just other people as well. Um, just to, if you've heard any of the songs that were just played, and you don't feel like it relates to you at the moment, like I said, the album is dynamic. I encourage you to stream the whole thing before you uh, decide. You know, great point. Well, there yeah. it is. You can also do that. So, is there anything else we got before we close this up? We got a short film coming out. Oh, oh yeah, I'm excited for that. <laughs> we got, right. Yeah, we got a short film coming out. I forgot about that, Chris. Chris is an actor, guys. Tell us Man, about it. Man, come on. See, fam, I don't want to be labeled. Yeah. I, was, well, I just want to be out here and thinking freely. <laughs> <laughs> you have a problem. <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, this upcoming Friday, the 25th of May, yeah, 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 yeah we yeah. have our second as the collective, mm-hmm. as um, the roommates podcast, as the roommates, mm-hmm. Emmanuel Paris, who was, by the way, on the first one, I don't know if y'all know that, <laughs> he was in the first film, yeah, um, I've got his character name, who's your, you remember your character name? Uh, it was Trayvon, 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 yeah, he was Trayvon, Dagnabbit, Trayvon, Shout out to uh, Jeremiah. Shout out to Mariah. Yeah, shout, yeah, shout out to Jerry. Shout out to the whole squad, whole team. Um, but we're we're Runes. <laughs> y'all know right? <laughs> Runes, Jesus. We um we're debuting our second uh, short film uh, Friday, May twenty fifth, uh, called Help. It's about mental uh, health awareness month. Um, and we the reason why we decided to do something like this because everybody, each one of us has. Um, been isolated, you know, been in routines and struggled with something by ourselves uh, where the voices in our subconscious spoke loudly, um, some good, mostly bad. So um, that's why we wanted to kind of de- debut this on the screen um, to really show the importance of getting help and checking up on um, other people and, and your friends and family because uh, you can see some people that have saw um, my character going through something as you, like if I'm good and then I'm like yeah and then they just don't worry the, couple, the film is not even out let them let them process it I know this dude's giving behind the scenes what's up with you bro you didn't even come out <laughs> like don't let them know what's right, man, going we're, on we're, okay well you're yeah. <laughs> so the, the debut film is going out May 25th yeah. um, it's called Help it's about mental health awareness and we have decided to do this film to bring out the importance of checking on your friends and family, even though they're going through routine and isolation. That's all I can give you <laughs> because I don't want to get cussed out by my co-host. Uh, so be prepared to look out for it. It's going to debut on the Roommates uh, HTX Facebook page. Yeah. Um, all our social media will point to that Facebook page. So make sure you log on on Facebook, watch it, share it. Uh, tell us what you think. Um, hopefully, it resonates and goes well. And if you haven't seen the trailer, I love it. The trailer, I, you I literally it? like it. It it captured me, like mm. especially at the end of the trailer when you were looking at yourself, bro. That's wowzers. That, that was awesome, and I, and I, I just that motivates me even more just to see us all doing different things and then coming together and doing something as a collective. Yeah, you know. You know? And like, I just want to say, good job, good job yeah. to us oh, and, to, us. and to, to the audience for everybody that's listening. Good job to you for listening, and also like, just support us because there's nobody, there's not really many people that come together and do what we're doing here. Yeah, and not yeah. you know like to be where we are and to be doing what we're doing. Like, this is it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know? support us. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm as scared. usual, <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't want no nothing bad. <laughs> And as usual, Thursdays at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern, and I believe 7 p.m. Pacific Time. Wowzers. We are on Twitch, our live streaming software, or our live streaming service, I mean. The links will be on the Twitter page and also Instagram and Facebook. 9 p.m. If you ever have any questions, you can actually call in. Yep. So something that you have on your mind, you can call in. You can see my face. You can <laughs> FaceTime in, whatever you want to yeah. do. And like I said previously, if there is any type of 
profanity you want to use or name calling, we will call you in and we'll quickly hang up on you. <laughs> but like I said, Wowzers. Twitch is an opportunity for you guys to talk to us, guys. Emmanuel Paris, can you let the people know where can they find you, social media and all that good stuff? Well, Emmanuel Paris, uh, the Emmanuel is actually spelled with two M's. I know some people get confused. It's E-M-M-A-N-U-E-L, Paris, like the Eiffel Tower. You can find me on any social media by just typing that in. Um, you can also go to my website at uh, www.emmanuelparis.com and you can find out more about the music, about you know what I'm doing next, the short films and everything that's going on. Awesome. And as nothing I wanted to add okay. was that if you cannot find Emmanuel Paris on his social media, we will be tagging him on all of our posts. You can so nice, you'll be able to find nice. him there as well. Yeah, he is paying us a fee for that. <laughs> I don't think in this world everything <laughs> is free. So, after the beginning of the podcast, <laughs> it's your boy Hafiz. Chris is starting the show, baby. It's your boy Paris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I said, mm-hmm. this week is a 100 mm-hmm. listener challenge. Guys, please don't mm-hmm. let us down. A mobile mm-hmm. minority is the one that can change the world. And we want to be the hands and the feet of true change. So, if you resonated with Emmanuel Paris's message and his music, please download his album. It's available on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. As usual, guys, thank you so much for your time. We are the roommates and...